There, uh, one of my favorite like old Family Guy bits is like when it's him and Eva or Ava Braun, however you pronounce her name, in the bunker, and they're like about to take the poison. They're like on the count of three. It's like one, two, three. oh, you didn't do it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we can move on from Hitler, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's the title. That's, that's the, the title of the episode. That's the title. That's going to get some weird clicks, but you know what? We need virality. Is what we need. We need virality. Thanks, Hitler. <laughs> oh, oh man, it's nice that we're all three together again. This is what you get with with this, you know. <laughs> Oh no. I have been spending way too much money on temporary tattoos recently. Fuck. Yeah. Why? I, because I want to get a tattoo. Exact question I was gonna ask. I want to get a tattoo. I met the CRO of this company called Inkbox. And they send temporary tattoos that and I can confirm because I had one for a little bit. They look real. Uh, and you can test out designs before you actually go and spend the money on getting the tattoos. And so I've been testing out like three different designs, trying to decide which one I want. Um, but they come with like a couple different copies. It's I'm spending more money on temporary t- tattoos than I care to admit. Like t- five-year-old Jay would punch me in the nuts. He's like, dude, we used to get these for a quarter. How much are you spending on these, you idiot? Uh, <laughs> and yours don't even have glitter. That's what the five-year-old's saying to me. There's no glitter on these, you idiot. Where's um, the glitter? It's not good. It's not good. But I'm 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 narrowing it down to like three tattoos. Three tattoos. One is the Miles Morales like Spider Man insignia that's got like the graffiti where it's dripping. That's mm-hmm. one. But I also found this recently and I fell in love with it and I'm thinking about switching, which is why I'm glad I didn't go to the tattoo shop yet, because I'm indecisive as fuck. Uh this one, which is Miles Morales. As like the Jordan, oh, is the Jordan logo. I fucking love I this. I like that a lot, actually. I fucking love it. I just don't know where I want to put it. And then the other one is I kind of want to get a tattoo that says the five foot assassin, but I don't know where I'm gonna put that one. You that can put it underneath the uh, jump man. It's interesting because Miles Morales isn't tall. He's a small kid. You're right. He's you're like right. He is. A he's small actually. Kid. He might actually be like your height. Oh, I kind of actually like that. Oh, now you're just now you're influencing me. Now you're influencing me. Where I could, oh, I could put it together. Flash assassin right underneath it. Right underneath Bam. it. Ooh. It's like a combination of all my favorite things. Oh, I never have to get another tattoo again. And I yeah, just, you're good to go. You'll never have to worry it. about I anything. Never have to get a tattoo again. I've, I've got one tattoo. It covers all my favorite things, and then I'm done. And then I'm done with <laughs> tattoos forever. That's actually kind of genius. <laughs> Bam. I got one. I got it perfect on the first try. What can I say? There you go. That was pretty easy. Wow, this was. I'm glad we talked this out. Yeah, this is actually super helpful. Now you don't have to worry <laughs> about making decisions. This is actually really helpful. Really, quite, <laughs> quite helpful. <laughs> oh, I love that. I think I figured it out. Wow. Well, I guess with that we should just like I jump mean, into. Yeah, it's like, is there anything else to even say? It looks like well, we're good to go. I, I, just I have, I have something to contribute, but I'm, I'm kind of screwing with my audio settings right now. Uh, Come on, yeah, so, we can hear it. Can, I know. Wait, if I step away and say something, tell me if you can hear me. Okay. <laughs> step away. Oh, he's trying away. to check his... Can you hear me? Yes, no. but you sound way yeah, farther. You sound like you're in a different room. Okay. All right, great. We're good. It was like when you were talking, it was like picking up my... It was like picking up audio. And almost, I was almost like, like we're picking up whatever you whatever bag of chips you're playing with. Right it's not a bag of chips. It's like my my like I have like gift cards and like credit cards in this little uh, bag that I keep like credit cards that I like don't use. Right. And I just got it in a nice little Ziploc bag in my desk drawer. So if anybody wants to rob me, <laughs> now you know right. where to grab Tad, those. Tad is known as a man who doesn't use a wallet. He prefers to use a Ziploc bag. No, no, I I, I, I also have a wallet. See, <laughs> inside of a Ziploc bag. <laughs> That's how it's it's waterproof. It's good mm-hmm. to go. You never have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I no. I I also want to get a tattoo. So um, I I understand. Um, I I was thinking something like sentimental though, like my parents' initials, like on my like forearm or something, uh, like my inner forearm. Um, but you know, Miles Morales logo is cool too. So. <laughs> I did. I did wear twice this weekend, or like when I was in New York, I wore uh, my like Miles Morales like Spider Man T shirt, and I got your boy got some compliments on that from a, a few 
people. So everybody loves him. He's from Brooklyn. Everybody loves him. Yeah, it's a great, great Spider Man in general is a great character. Spider Man is the is a, is the coolest superhero. Like you just like yeah, you, just, you you absolutely. I I just I there's no like a lot of people really love Spider Man. I'm not saying everyone's saying he's the best, but there's a best. lot of people who like, would agree. Spider Man is like relatable. You know, like he's just like a normal person. Like. Batman is a fucking billionaire. Superman is basically God. Um, like fucking Aqu- Aquaman is a fish, a fish man. Like nobody wants to be a fish man. Fish man. You know, fish like man. it's just like uh, nobody wants to be a fish man. Sounds like uh, Aquaman's Broadway hit song. <laughs> nobody wants to be a <laughs> fish man. So now that you say that, when you're on dry land. <laughs> oh, Bravo. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bravo. I was listening to uh the Rewatchables, which is the Ringer's like movie watching podcast, and they were coming up with new um um new uh not topics, but I guess they're topics, but awards, like new awards. And one of the ones that they came up with was is this actually good? And it was in reference to like if there was a performance or something like that in the movie, you had to basically comment on like is this good or is does it really suck? Uh and their main example was the vampire uh uh play from forgetting sarah marshall and that just made me think oh of that. it is good it's objectively it, great it, it like, i would go see if that was a real play. thing if that I was a real play a hundred percent i would go watch that a hundred percent i would go watch that yeah, i would live. for sure go see that shit it seems amazing the uh the best scene from forgetting sarah marshall is is when he you know he, mila kunis breaks up with him and he, he goes back uh home and he's like starting to like kind of work on the Dracula musical like in earnest. But before he does that, he's like depressed and he's like, Peter, you suck. <laughs> Peter, you suck. Peter, your music is fucking terrible. <laughs> and then when he's like, go see the psychiatrist. I hate the psychiatrist. Go see one anyway. I'm not going. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Well, I know what I'm doing after this. I, dude, I, I just watched it the other day. It is, it is fantastic. Very it is movie. a fantastic movie. Jason Siegel has done nothing close to that since, but damn it, man, that shit is good. I liked him in Winning Time. I was about to oh, say the he same was thing. Fine. He was fine in Winning Time, but it's no forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean that 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 is his fucking magnum opus. It's, I mean, it's like untu- it's untouchable. Yeah. There are very few movies. I mean, last week we talked about Walk Hard, but good God, it's forgetting Sarah Marshall. Fantastic. Uh, my when I was in high school, uh, my senior year of high school, my my friend Todd, my best friend in high school, his name was Todd Hahn. Uh, so, and my name is Tad Hall. So, uh, and now my, my current best friend's name is Brad. So like, I'm a little narcissistic when it comes to picking the names of my friends. I I like them to be relatable to my own names. Um, but, uh, he dated this girl all through high school and then she cheated on him senior year and he was like in a depressive funk. And I went over to his house and we watched forgetting Sarah Marshall literally every day for a month. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my post-breakup movies. It took me a while to watch it, but once I got into it, I was like, oh, you know what? Breakups are fun. Uh, they're not, but uh, <laughs> they're fun. They're fun if you if you move on with Mila Kunis. That's true. Yeah, that makes it objectively easier, actually. Yeah, that helps. A lot easier. <laughs> so, alas. you know. Alas. Alas. There you go. And with that, with that alas, welcome to NBA. The NBA podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit, like forgetting Sarah Marshall, random movies that we love, and the fact that Jay might one day get a tattoo. I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Same thing goes for Tad. We'll see. I'm never going to get a tattoo. I'm scared shitless of needles. And who am I? Your host, Nikki Kilas, a.k.a. (laughs) Rip My Pants Hamilton. Very nice. Very Thank nice. Thank you. <laughs> and that was a very nice from my brother from the same mother. What's up, y'all? It's Jay, a.k.a. Daniel Tice Tice, baby. Let's go. Celsius. Oh, good. Good. That, uh, I, I don't think that I, I did not read your, your name on here. I just saw Daniel Tice, but I wasn't really paying attention. And uh, I give you some credit there. All right. And that credit was given by our brethren with less melanin. Hey, what's up? It's Tad, a.k.a. Andrew Wiggins is in the finals and Ben Simmons is not. <laughs> no, fucking shut his mic off. Shut his mic off. <laughs> Same thing with D'Angelo Russell, technically, although that's not that one's not on D'Angelo Russell. But he was on the Warriors at one point. 
I, I, I know, like, the thing is, nobody else is bringing up Andrew Wiggins and Ben Simmons comparisons except for me because at the beginning of the season I said I would rather have Andrew Wiggins instead of Ben Simmons and a, a person who will remain nameless on this very podcast disagreed with me. And now one of them is in the finals and the other one hasn't played in a full fucking season. So, Touche. Uh, I'm not the one who said that, so you guys can figure out who, who did. Uh, I don't know. You got three guesses and the first two don't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we talk finals, let's talk random stat quiz. Oh, my God. It's finally <laughs> back. <laughs> so. Jason Tatum is going into the NBA Finals uh, with the Boston Celtics. He is 24 years old. Everyone loves to talk about how young he is and how good he is. But can you tell me who is the youngest NBA player to win an NBA Finals? Full-on championship. Win an NBA Finals? Youngest NBA player to win an NBA Finals championship. To get that ring. I'm going to go with Magic Johnson. Okay. Tadula? Kobe. All right. Kobe is on the list, yes, but he is ninth. He was 21 years old and 301 days. Oh, shit. That means Magic Johnson's also wrong. Magic Johnson is third place. 20 years, 276 days. <sighs> Damn. Okay. Uh... Damn, I don't fucking know. You're is Tim Duncan is the oldest person to win one? They weren't much of a contributor. You do know their name, but they just weren't much of a contributor on this championship team. Ooh, I think I know. I'll, I'll let you go ahead, because I don't have a fucking slightest clue. Darko Milicic. At 18 years and 361 days, he won That's, in 2004, despite not doing jack shit. <laughs> is that is that how you got the? Is that why you have the Rip Hamilton name because you were looking at the, the 2004-2005 Detroit Pistons? I love it. Look at that! Look at that little photo. What a look handsome man! Fucking frosted he's like a, tips. He's like a farmer now. I mean, he made all the money in the world. He got to just go off into the woods. Exactly what I would do if I just made a bunch of money without doing much. Mm. It seems pretty nice. Also, I'm going to say this separately. The Rip Hamilton thing was because I pulled up Basketball Reference and he was there. But it does happen to just... Just like he was just on the homepage or he was related to this He was on the... No, he was on the homepage. Ah. (laughs) It's the only reason I chose Rip Hamilton. It's hilarious. Go to Basketball Reference, it just shows like... Random players. 10 players or some shit. 10, 12 players. Yeah. It was... Him, Kobe's on here. Chauncey Billups on here. Chauncey so that whole 2004 finals. Chauncey Billups is on the youngest people ever. No, no, no. Oh, they were on, on the, the basketball page. reference. I see. Okay, got, 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 got. Sorry. Okay. Understood. In the the youngest people, it was versus Darko. Second was Taylor Horde Tucker last year. Oh sh. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yes. Uh, third place was Magic. Fourth place was Tony Parker. I was going to say Tony Parker, but then when you said he wouldn't contribute much, that's when Darko clicked. Yeah. Um, and then fifth place was a gentleman who played for the Minneapolis Lakers, and that tells you all you need to know. So let's go on into Dick today's Van, finals. Wait, Dick, Dick quick. Van, uh, what's his face? Dick Van Arsdale, baby. <laughs> Don't forget about his brother, Rick Van Arsdale. <laughs> NBA favorites. <laughs> Dick and Rick. <laughs> uh do you uh, wait? Does that mean that they're both named Richard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Wait, no. I think I don't think it is actually Rich. I think it's Dick and Tim. Hold on. Oh, I think I think you're right. I think it's Tim Van Arsdale. Disappointing. Uh, hold on. Why? They're dude. They they are just like t- t- like if you Google them, they Tom, are Tom Van Tom. Arsdale. Ah, uh, damn. Dick okay, and Tom. Well, uh if you look at like their pictures, like they are just like like th- that's what like Hitler was going for is literally what these people what what these guys look like. I just clicked on Dick and yes, <laughs> that's also what name his nickname is the original son and the Flying Dutchman. Oh wow, not bad actually. I'm a fan, but you are uh, correct that that does left definitely looks like an Aryan. 
Yeah, I uh, mean, Tom was not good enough to get his own picture on Basketball Reference. Yeah, I don't know what he looks like, but I assume that they're uh, show, they, they look. I'll show you right now. <laughs> get Watch a load now. of this. This man Look at him. these two Aryan brothers. Oh wow, they really and yeah, the Indiana boys too. Oh, and oh hey, one's number forty-two. They're Hoosiers. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, oh, they were born like in they, Indianapolis. Looks like they both played together in Phoenix too. Look at that. You love to see it. Oh, look at that. Wow, Dude. this is what the Lopez brothers were hoping to be. Yeah. How many How many times do you think Hitler, from his like hidden compound in Argentina, has Googled these two guys <laughs> <laughs> to this day? <laughs> He's just like those are the two greatest basketball players of all time. <laughs> I've ever lived. I think uh, Tom's still alive. Still it's, alive. They both are, I think, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're both. Seventy nine years and ninety nine days as of this recording. Congratulations, fellas. Keeping yeah. keeping the white. We'd like to wish you a let let, let us sure. let us be the first to wish <laughs> you a. Uh, I uh, don't uh, uh, say that. We also don't even know if that's true. <laughs> seeing right. as there's there is a chance that maybe one of their kids you're or right. their grandkids. I gotta look into it. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, well, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to formally That's be the, the, the when f- Hitler was like, you know what, fuck this shit, I'm done. Not even the Van Arsdales are clean. <laughs> I'm, I'm killing myself now in Argentina. Book it. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Hitler? This time it's for it? real. This time, this time I'm done. This time I'm really gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that damn pill that I pretended to take back in the day? <laughs> Give me that shit. There. uh one of my favorite like old Family Guy bits is like when it's him and Eva or Ava Braun, however you pronounce her name, in the bunker, and they're like about to take the poison. They're like on the count of three. It's like one, two, three. oh, you didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, anyway, we can move on from Hitler, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's the title. That's, that's the title. title. Of the episode. That's the title. That's gonna get some weird clicks. But you know what? We need virality. Is what we need. We need virality. Thanks, Hitler. <laughs> oh, oh no. man. It's nice that we're all three together again. This is what you get with, with this, you know? <laughs> oh, no. All right. Let's go. Let's go um, and talk about different races. Boston is in the finals against Golden State Warriors. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this finals. Uh as we already know, the Warriors beat the shit out of the Mavs to end uh, Luka's nice little playoff run and to put them into the finals. And in six games, I'm not sorry, six games, seven games, the Boston Celtics took on the Heat. We thought it was going to be six games. At least I did. Um, but Jimmy <laughs> pulled, uh, was it 47 points out of his ass for game six? Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah, 47. 47 points went off. Uh, and then uh, game seven, Boston takes it, 196. Jimmy Butler still scored 35 points that game. Played played every single minute. It wasn't too bad. And in regards to that, Eric Spolster said, yeah, reminded me of his Bulls days. I was like, perfect. He made a, he made a joke about him playing as many minutes as he did when he was on the Bulls. Mm. And I was like, ha ha. Weird dig, bro. Uh, Weird dig. Weird dig, yeah. I think it was actually after game six because he played like I think he played like forty two minutes or something like that in game six. Yeah, and he, that's when he cracked the joke. I don't think he said it, it was after game seven. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit. Celtics versus the Warriors. Jay, what are you thinking is going to happen here? We can talk a little bit about how great it was to see the Celtics and the Warriors play, you know, through and make it to the finals. They've both done a great job, but the end. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, the Celtics are lucky that they're even here. Let's just call that out. Um, that series, that series probably should have been done in five. They let they let the Miami Heat come back multiple times. Let them stay in that series way too long. Should have put them away after like five games. Um, that being said, <laughs> I keep going back and forth on how I feel about this series. So let me lay out my pros and cons for both teams before I declare my. Uh, my my pick so on the warrior side very obvious high potency offense um definitely some holes on defense clay is looking better as of late but he's just not that clay anymore jordan Poole is basically a saloon door um and when they take draymond out like the defensive notice is noticeably worse they're also lacking size on the other side 
Oh, before I finish, the Warriors also throughout the playoffs have been a little loosey goosey with the ball, a little turnover heavy throughout the throughout the playoffs, um, especially against Memphis, um, and and have been known to do that. That being said, their offense is so high potential that they can turn a twenty point lead into a five point lead real quick. So, want to call that out on the Celtics side. On the positives, um, big as hell, defensively like the best defense in the league. Um, for most of the season, an incredible turnaround from, so they were the 11th seed on January 16th. And now they're in the NBA finals. That's like a Disney movie. Like it's, it's, it's absurd what they did this season. Um, mostly back off the back of their defense. However, Jason Tatum has taken his game to a very new level. Marcus smart has actually been a serviceable offensive player. Al Horford has been a revelation for this team throughout the majority of the playoffs. Jalen Brown has been up and down, but like is somebody who on any given night can give you 30 points. Um, they're very switchable. Defensively, they're going to be a problem. Size-wise, they're much bigger than the Warriors. However, they let up a lot. They turn over the ball a lot. They let teams come back, much like the Miami Heat did in this Game 7, where we basically were, they were down by like 13 at one point and got in within 5. We're at the last... I mean, we can talk about the game a little bit later, but like, um, they let teams play their way back in, and if there's a team that can do it, it's the Warriors. However, I don't know how the Warriors match up with them size-wise. Like that their size and their length is has the potential to be a real problem. Like throwing Marcus Smart at Steph could be a real problem. Throwing Jason Tatum at Andrew Wiggins or throwing um Jalen Brown at Andrew Wiggins or Clay. Like they're very, very switchable, which intrigues me. That being said, I think via text I said Warriors in five. I'm actually going to go Warriors in six. Okay. And Tad, your thoughts? Yeah. So I have like missed on every single prediction, I think, for the most part. <laughs> I think I've, I've predicted series winners correctly in a few of them. Um, but the amount of games that it has taken, I uh, I have been incorrect. Um, so look, I'll, I'll own that. I'll admit that. But I... Warriors in five. I, I just like the... like. The Celtics, I mean, the Warriors are much well, like much better rested. The Celtics have been seemingly in a rock fight in every series that they've been in. Um, and look, I, this is not to jerk off Tyler Hero, although that's something I would love to do. Um, Weird. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That's the title. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would love to jerk off Tyler Hero. Tad, quote, end quote. <laughs> Uh, I didn't say that verbatim. You're you're paraphrasing. Uh, but oh no, I'm just calling it. I'd love to, and then what I will be doing is you saying that you'd love to jerk off. I'd love <laughs> to hero. dot dot dot. Fill in the blank. Anyway, please allow me to uh, proceed here. Myself as uh, a guy who'd like it, to jerk off. <laughs> if if he if he played in that series. They, the, I think Miami wins. Um, I agree. They were hurt mostly by a lack of not having a like secondary. Like Bam is a fine player, but Bam was basically their second leading scorer. Um, and if Bam is your second leading scorer, then like there's a glaring issue going on. Um, and they really just missed. Ha- like they, they did not play well from the perimeter. And Tyler Hero is a perimeter oriented player. Um, and fucking, uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Max Strust. God, that guy is a bum, dude. He is a bum. I wouldn't go that I have, far. I have never seen him play a good game. Every Miami, every Miami game I have watched, he has played like absolute garbage. You gotta stop watching that because he was playing good for a couple of those games. I like Max Strust. Well, I probably, I, I, I may not better than Duncan Robinson. Finals, man. Yeah, Duncan I mean, got Duncan, the bag and disappeared. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Chandler Parsons 2.0. <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this before. Handsome white man swindles NBA team into paying him a lot of money, and then turns out he's actually not that good. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but I, I look. If Miami could have like played better from the perimeter, I think that they win that series. And guess what? You're playing uh, arguably the best. Uh, like perimeter scoring team in, in, in the NBA. And Steph is Steph. Jordan Poole, I mean, you mentioned it. He's a fucking sieve on defense, but like he, I don't, I don't see anybody on the Celtics end that can contain 
him or Curry. Um, you just need an average performance from Clay Thompson. And then you just strict stick Draymond on, on Jason Tatum all game long and uh, just let him harass him the entire series. Um, and if you're the, if you're Boston, then your your real major hope there is that uh, Jalen Brown, who Jay mentioned has been really inconsistent all playoffs long, uh, you, you you're banking on him um, like really carrying you through the series because I mean Jason Tatum I'm sure will get his this, regardless of who's guarding him, but. Draymond Green's going to make his life very difficult. And I think that, I mean, like that's the, the Jalen or Jason Tatum basically like has put the Celtics on his back this entire playoff run. And it, it's impressive. And it's, it's certainly like commendable. Um, but I, I think the buck stops here. So, yeah, I think it's also worth calling out too that. Like Al Horford's been really great in these, in these playoffs until recently, like the last couple of games of this series, he's noticeably, slowed down like it's it's definitely catching up to him and this these last two series for the boston celtics were a grind like not only just because they played seven games but they were physical as hell especially this heat series like pj tucker was beating up jason tatum like basically physically actually legitimately beating him up um so that plays into this the warriors have had quite a bit of rest they also haven't played great either, but I would argue that their competition was far lesser than the Celtics competition up to this point. Um, they had a, an objectively easier road, in my opinion. Um, like if you compare round by round who they had to play, um, the Celtics have had a, they've had a rough go at it. I've heard some comparisons on a couple podcasts, which I thought were fascinating about this Warriors team, which was, is this Warriors team the 91 Lakers or are they, I mean, record aside, are they the 96 Bulls in that there was a hiatus from making it to the championship for the 96 Bulls, but they came back and they just went on another run? Or is this the 91 Lakers where it's just like, good for them, but this is it. Like, they're, they're not going to come back after this. Like, the young talent, we don't know much about them. The The stars of the team, they're older, and like, this is basically all they have left. I don't really know... I'm leaning, I think it's in between. I'm leaning. I'm, I'm, that's, I, I I'm leaning 96 Bulls because I think they're set up pretty nicely for a good run here if they can retain Jordan Poole and Kaminga becomes something and Moody becomes something. You know, I don't know what. So that uh, was it. Wiseman's. Yeah, nah, he's sitting gone. there. I think he's going to get traded. Probably. Um, sh- we should. Uh, we should talk for, about Game Seven a little bit more though. I'm fine with that. I was going to say for the finals as well. Uh, they're saying for that the Warriors should be getting back like pretty much all of their injured players that have been helping them, like Iguodala, yeah. uh, out of Porter, and the most important would be Gary Payton. I don't I don't think know Iguodala's coming back. I think Otto Porter is a they're all, maybe. They're, they're all they're all like maybe come back. Yeah. I think that's what it said for my gut says that Andre Iguodala is a hard no. I think like Otto Porter's a maybe James Wiseman's not playing that but he's been out the whole season. Yeah, no. Um, it was just the three, the uh, Porter, Iguodala, and then Peyton. Yeah, that one's an interesting one, too, because he, like, f- didn't he, like, fracture his elbow? I thought that's what it, that, that, that was. I don't remember what it was, but they were saying there's he, he a would, He would cause back. a problem. Like, that's a guy who you can just throw at Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum who would cause a problem. Like, otherwise, th- this is the other thing, too, is, like, I don't know. I don't know who the Celtics have. Like, who's going to guard Tatum? Is it Wiggins? Wait, oh, it'll be. No. I just said it'll be Draymond Green. Draymond Green. I, I don't think it's gonna be Draymond Green. It Why will be at times. Who's, who, I think they. So they, if they, they if they throw if they throw Draymond if they they or they're already undersized. If they throw Draymond at Tatum, then who's going to guard Al Horford and or Robert Williams? Dude, if Al Horford beats you, the and if Al Horford and Robert Williams beat you, then you tip your cap and you say okay. You put your best defender on the guy who's carried them through this entire like their, I don't their entire playoff I don't think run. That's gonna happen. And dude. You just you just said it best. PJ Tucker was physical with him all series long uh for fucking 7 games and now you're going to have to deal with the physicality of Draymond Green right after that like dude and that's not to say up. that Andrew Wiggins isn't going to guard him. He he's, probably he's does. Ab- they're going to throw a lot. They're going to throw a lot of looks at him. Yeah. They're going to. I just and and they're probably going to throw Draymond him at him for for some possessions, but I can't imagine like if we were to break it down percentage-wise, I would say it's probably 50% Wiggins, 30% Clay, and 20% uh, uh, Draymond. Like, I just don't know. I don't see Draymond guarding him for long stretches 
in these games. I just don't know that it makes sense for the makeup of this team. Because here's the thing. If you throw if you throw Draymond at Tatum, you still have Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, who are going to have subpar defenders on them. Andrew Wiggins, fine, passable defender. And then you're also going to have Robert Williams, who is a lob threat, and also Al Horford, who has been pretty solid throughout these these playoffs. That's why I keep teetering on how I feel about this, because like I think these teams are actually on paper. If we disregard like the other thing too is like the Celtics have played the the Warriors better than any team in the NBA over the last like four years, basically. Like record wise, they've beat the Warriors more than any team in the NBA. Now that's regular season. In most cases, at full health, and also the Warriors have been like not as healthy. You know, not having Clay, not having Steph for stretches, not having Draymond for stretches. So there's there's that. Um, but like matchup wise, it's a really really interesting matchup. That's why I keep teetering. Teeter away. It's Warriors in six. You son of a bitch. Hell has frozen over because I'm about to say that, Jay, that was a great point. And I'm now going to go ahead and say the Warriors in seven games. Wow. Look at that. Look wow. at that. I, was I still think it's going to be Warriors in six. I, I'm not saying that. And it's nothing against the Celtics. I think they're great. Uh, they're doing good enough. But I don't like all of the – it's not injuries, but at least like, you know, bumps here and there is taking their toll on the team we've already said this multiple times but if heroes in the eastern conference finals they don't make it through maybe if if chris middleton is in that second round the bucks win that um i agree with that yeah uh so yes they made it to the finals and you know and everyone always says this. They're always like, oh, it doesn't count because of the injuries. And that's not true. That's life. Injuries happen. But I don't think that unless, knocking on wood, unless there's a Warriors injury, Warriors in six. Yeah, you're probably right. Now. Give me, Warriors, give me seven games. If a Warriors injury happens, then it might be Celtics in seven. Uh, But, again, knock on wood. I think if the Warriors have any injury whatsoever, this is the Celtics series to, to lose. Yes, but as we've already like talked about, the Celtics keep blowing the leads. They keep fucking up, and that you can't do that against the Warriors. Yeah, I don't disagree. I'm interested. We'll see what happens. But yeah, give me Warriors and six. Yeah, Warriors and six. I think that's that sounds about right. Although now Tad said seven after saying five, so quite a jump. Threw everything off. Do you want to average out your guesses? Give a third one for six. Five and a half. No, I'm 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 going to stick with seven seven games. Five and three quarters. Seven games. Yeah, All right. Seven games. Cool. Three quarters. Congratulations, Warriors. NBA has predicted your championship, and that obviously means it's definitely coming. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, congratulations, Warriors. You just lost because we put our money on you. Well, I said Bucks <laughs> last year, so I am I feel good about that one. I feel like we all did, didn't we? I mean, we probably all did. I just I only remember things I did. I'm Don't check the tape. pretty sure I took the Suns. Okay. Don't check the tape. <laughs> It's 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 in everybody's best interest. Don't check the tape. Can we talk about that game seven though? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, Jimmy took a good shot. He missed it. Uh, okay, forty eight minutes playing. We're going right into it. How am I? I know. Come on, what the fuck are we gonna do? Bury the lead? No, we all we know what it's talking about. The Celtics almost blew it. Jimmy, oh, if you, if you just jumped a little bit higher or released it a little bit sooner, that shit right off the front. Bank. Even when I showed it to Bob, and Bob was like, ah, "You never short it." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, Bob, <laughs> basketball connoisseur. Everybody knows this." Um, <laughs> I, I have gone back and forth on my feelings about this shot again and again and again and again and again. I've heard arguments on both sides. Um, that I mostly agree with. I still maintain that under the circumstances with a lane available to you and Al Horford on you, there was a really, really good chance that if he goes to the basket at a minimum, he goes to the line and ties it or he gets an N one. Now, I don't know. Maybe the wrist, the, 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 the refs like, you know, swallow their whistles and maybe he misses it. Right. So like, there's that, um, I know a lot of people are in the you got to take that shot camp. I I can be swayed in that direction, but I think I'm still leaning you had the basket available to you. Go to the basket. 
I take the shot every time. Yeah, Transition shot. three, defender on his heels, an opportunity to pretend like now suddenly you've got the Celtics scrambling. You're up. You uh, you know, they obviously like they they had them on the ropes, man. I mean, they they did. Like they they had the Celtics on they the did. ropes. Dude, I, I t- you play to win the game, baby. Take the shot. He missed it, and I it's it's easy to look back and be like, oh, you should have taken the lane. But to me, just take the fucking shot, and uh, you know, you 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 live with it. Um, you know, he hits that. He, he the, here's the thing. He hits that shot, and we're all now like talking about this now. Like, what a yeah. ball! I don't shot. Like, what, like, you what know, ice in his veins. Badass. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of situation. Um, and if he makes it, I mean, like, yeah, we're, it's a completely different conversation. Jimmy at 35, they were not winning that game if it went to overtime. I, that I agree with. They absolutely, that I agree with. And that's the biggest argument that I've heard where I'm like, you know what? Under the circumstances, it was clear that Jimmy was like gassed. And that was like, I need this because we, we're not going to win if we go into overtime. Like I need to hit this. So from that perspective, totally agree with it. And like, I understand it. Um. Yeah, it's it's a really tough call because, like you said, like yeah, revision yeah. revisionist history. I respect that shot. Revisionist history. If if we go back, if, if he hits it, we're just like, oh my god, the most amazing shot. What balls? Holy shit! What a gamer, Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Like, and I'll say this. Um, I know that this Larry Bird award is like brand new and like doesn't really mean shit. But it should have gone to Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, look, man, we're never we're never getting a, a guy who lost a series is just never winning a, a trophy. I mean, yeah, that's, that's just Jerry West did. I, I, I'm saying like same, that. That's what I'm saying is, times. is, is since then, like we're, we're never, we're You're never right. getting that ever again. And the thing is, you know, like there's a lot of times, like for example, the, the, uh, part one of Cavs warriors, what 2015, yeah. um, LeBron probably should have dude mm-hmm. average like 40, I mean, 10 and 10. Yeah, like nobody's arguing that, but like if you're LeBron, are you like, yeah, this is great. What a terrific award. Like we didn't win, but I got this trophy. Like I you oh, know, I, I don't think as a player you even even want I agree. that. Yeah, I understand that. <clears throat> I, I I mean, it's always said like Iguodala won MVP simply because he was like, "Hey, you did the you did the best at stopping him <laughs> despite the fact that you didn't you, do like you, a real you made good it job. you made it the hardest for him to score 40." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did he score a fuck ton on you? Yes. yes. You made it really Boy, hard. Or did you put you effort made, and make him, him really really tried to work for that? Yeah, Jimmy, man, it's it's I'm I'm bummed because as the series went on, I was like very much rooting for the Heat and I really wanted them to pull it out because I think if Jimmy makes two finals in his career, even if he doesn't win one, that pretty much punches his ticket into the the Hall of Fame. Like that right there. And uh yeah, it's it's a bummer. It's a real bummer, man. I really want you to- There's nothing saying he can't do it again. I don't know, man. I don't know how many more of these like long playoff like runs Jimmy has left in him. I mean, granted, he's what thirty-two, so he's still relatively young. But like, the dude's got some miles on him. Like, he's got a lot of miles yeah. on those legs, and You're right. he was hurt through most of that series. So, um, I'm sure he'll be going through some sort of surgery before the, uh, like, during the off season as a, as a recovery. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's a bummer. It was a bummer. It was an it, it was a it was a pretty un uneventful series until the last two games. Um. I think the game seven overall was pretty entertaining. The playoffs have been bad. I'm just gonna go ahead. There's and been say two it. good series. There's been the the Minnesota um, the Minnesota um, Memphis series and the Boston Milwaukee series. That's it. Everything else has been pretty yeah. much awful. Yeah. Like I, I I found myself turning games off. I'm like, well, this is a 40 point game. Like, what the fuck is the point of watching this? And it's a fucking playoffs. Yeah, there man. were a lot of blowouts. Like a lot of. Blowouts. I also look. Do we blame that on so many young talent in the playoffs? No. So much young talent? Like, are they giving up? No, I don't think so. I think there's a conditioning issue. Conditioning? Like, like teams look tired. Hmm. Just my thought. I I do also want to draw some quick attention to this, and it's the absolute reason why I, and there there is, I mean, I'm rooting for the Warriors, which feels weird because, like, (laughs) yeah. You know, um, but. I cannot, in good faith, root for the fucking Boston Celtics after Jason Tatum's corny ass Kobe text. Like, if that's something you want to do, 
That's fine. Don't tell anybody. But like then, then, then you po- then you po- then you post it, it and Kobe, you we know Kobe be like, it's fucking Eastern Conference Finals, bro. Like talk to me about? when it's a fucking it, when it's Get the that finals. Up, kid. What are we talking about? We haven't even gotten there yet. Yeah, I that yeah. that meme that meme killed me. <laughs> with, was, with, with the Kobe response, Celtics and six. <laughs> no Warriors and six. or Warriors, Warriors shit, motherfucker. <laughs> Actually, I think yeah. it's a Warriors. I think it's a Warriors in five. I think it was like yeah. it, it, it did say Warriors in five. Yeah. That absolutely killed me. Uh, I don't know who did so it, funny. but that was so funny. it was a good bit. Yeah, it that was pretty corny. Um, speaking of corny, I don't know. The Lakers got a new head coach. I don't know how are we feeling about it. Some <laughs> weird segue you got there, buddy. I don't know. I couldn't think. I was like, I'm not going to get a good one on this one. I know we. It's the next thing we're supposed to talk about, but. Uh, I genuinely don't remember his name. I gotta look it up real quick. Sorry. It's, uh, it's, it's Darvin Ham. Um, and he, uh, fun fact, just to tie this back to the, I have his Wikipedia page in front of me. Perfect. Go for it. He was part of the 2004, 2005 championship team. With the Pistons. He was, Ooh. that is true. He does have a championship. He does have well, he, a championship. Uh, actually. Or I guess two, two, 2000, two, 2003, 2004. Sorry. That's my bad. I keep yeah, saying it was 405, but 2003, 2004. Um, fun fact about the Darvin Ham is that uh he was in the 1997 NBA slam dunk contest um and he his powerful slams earned him the nickname Duncan Darvin and Ham Slamwich which is a fucking <laughs> phenomenal nickname Ham Slamwich that, that is, is a great, great. name um, but I love that it's like I love Wikipedia is so weird because like some articles are like it's very like to the point and then this one's like his powerful slams earned him the nickname like who, who the, nobody talks like that nobody says his powerful like what the fuck like I, I just always find, find that shit to be like just fascinating about Wikipedia I also know because it's been talked about at nauseum on a lot of the NBA podcasts the only other thing that people know mm-hmm. about Darvin Ham is that he once shattered a backboard in college I'm I'm yeah. watching the video as we speak. It's pretty fucking impressive because he's not that, that big. Well, according to this, he's six seven two twenty, and that's I'm assuming playing. Size. Yeah, and also, but like he's uh, not like Shaq or like fucking yeah exactly. You know, uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Good God. Also, the uh, owner Gerald and Dawkins. proprietor of Darwin <laughs> Furniture and Mattress, located in Orland Park. I don't Illinois. think that's right. It's not. <laughs> I think you know. you're wrong there, sir. With all due respect, sir, I think you are. Uh, yeah, he uh, <laughs> woefully wrong. I love, I, I love making up things that like seemingly could be true. Like one, one that I like to use, which is uh, I, I saw on on Instagram once, is uh, telling people that the same people who started Dave and Buster's are also the Barnes and Noble guys. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Bar- Dave Barnes and Buster Noble. <laughs> Buster Noble. Yeah. And That's if wonderful. you. Uh, like, oh, like a, a good one. I was in uh, Indianapolis for the Big Ten championship game, the football game uh, earlier this year or like last year, I guess. And um, <clears throat> there's when you drive to Indianapolis from Chicago or really like anywhere from the West, you pass a, like two towns that are like neighboring towns. One's called Whitestown and the other is called Brownsburg. And like I convinced my whole family that those were founded during like segregation times and that it was like one town was for the white people and one town was for the black people. And like it's absolutely I, not, absolutely not sure? true. Are you sure? 100% it's not true. true. No, okay. you, you, you can, you get, my mom finally looked it up and she was like, you're full of shit. Just, okay. Uh, it was on her heart. She's like, I need to find this out. But yeah. I, I like, <laughs> it's, it's like, but that's, it's believable, right? Like they're like, it's fucking yeah, Indiana. It, Indiana's like racist as hell as it is uh, now. Yeah. I don't country know. Uh, fuck. The Ku Klux Klan was founded there. So yeah. Birthplace. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. That's, that's <laughs> my point mm-hmm. here. Uh, so Sorry, I've definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest, folks. This is letting you know exactly all you need to know about our thoughts of Darvin Ham being selected. Like, what, the like Lakers what is, what is, that what we're is, just is, saying random facts instead of even talking about it? It seems what, what like a you, weird choice. What did you hire him for? You don't have young talent. This is a guy who, like, you hired to develop like a young, up and coming team. You don't have young talent to develop. Like you. Like, are are LeBron and Anthony Davis going to listen to this fucking guy? No. uh, So the report on Darvin Ham, from everything that I've heard, Mm -hmm. is that he actually is a guy who commands respect, even of veterans. I mean, he's coached with a lot of teams in the NBA thus far, many of which had stars on them. Like, he was on the Lakers staff when Kobe was there. Um 
he was on the Buck staff with Giannis. Like he's, I think I forget where else he's been, but he's been on some Atlanta. I looked at Atlanta, up which didn't have any like assistant for the Lakers from 2011 till the 23 just two seasons 2011 to 2013 yeah, so he was there with Dan Tony. then from 2013 to 2018 he was a part of the Hawks and then 2018 until just recently getting over to the Lakers he was a part of the Bucks yeah cause he's been with Budenholzer for his last two stops I mean the reports on Darvin Ham is that he's a he's a he's a coach that commands respect from NBA guys LeBron was a part of the interview process and seems to be on on board with it people are comparing him to Ime Udoka in the sense that like Ime's big like thing that he did this year that turned the Celtics around was the fact that he just like got on some dudes' asses and was just like we're not gonna play this way anymore. Like this is just not okay. Because Brad Stevens was very much like a player's coach. And like it's I mean, we compare we just we say this all the time, like we compare it to like like presidential elections. When you have like a super liberal president, after that's over, they go super conservative. And that's the conservative, they go like this is just how coaching carousels are too. If you have a defensive coach, then when you swap that out, it didn't work. Now we gotta go offensive. Like you have a player's coach, ah, it didn't work. We gotta go with the fucking like, you know, general that's gonna like yell at people, that's gonna like demand like yeah. that's just the way it is. Like Thibodeau was like a drill sergeant, and then we brought in Hoiberg, and Hoiberg didn't work out, and so we're like, let's bring in the drill sergeant again, <laughs> which was Jim Boyle, <laughs> and that didn't work out. So this is just like the ebbs and flows of coaching. Frank Vogel seemed to be a guy who, and granted, I I, I agree with Tad in the sense that like this is not a great situation. Like I think Darvinham might have been the only choice that the Lakers had. Like legitimately, I don't think any is Mark ja- maybe maybe Mark Jackson. Well, yeah, <laughs> Mark Jackson probably. I'm sure. I'm sure Mark respect. Jackson was like, "I'll do it for free," and they were like, "No, no, no, please, we'll pay you not to do this job." Um, I just don't think that any reputable coach looked at this situation because, like, look, Terry Stotts is out there. Terry Stotts is a fucking great coach. Like, there are jobs out there for Terry Stotts. He is a great coach. That guy's that guy is probably somebody who's being patient and looking for the right situation to jump into. Um. This is not a good situation for anybody. But if you're Darvin Ham, you've never had you you've had all these coaching interviews over the last couple of years. You've never gotten a job. This is the Lakers. You have to take this job. And so I think mm-hmm. that he was probably the best candidate that was available to them. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. Well, I don't want to say unfortunately. Like that's I not to say that he's a bad coach. Yeah, I, was, I, I want to take it back. against him, but it's like it's a shit situation. I, I think it's bad for him. Not I honestly think that he is the one that is like going to hurt the most from this potentially. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe this is maybe like make sweet, maybe sweet this music. is like LeBron's like Ty Lu, where he's just like I like playing for guys who played. Maybe yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, like you know, and that like obviously the Celtics have had some pretty good results with with a you know, I mean, Ime Udoka is a like as far as a coaching commodity, yeah. like you know, relatively unknown from a head coaching standpoint. I, I realize he'd spent time as an yeah. assistant and he he played, um, and you know maybe. I mean, maybe uh, Darvin Ham is fucking the, you know, maybe he's the guy, you know, sometimes, you know, like for, for, for Budenholzer, you know, like may, maybe like the Bucks won't be as good without him. There's a lot of times where that happens, I think, where, where guys rely heavily and they should. I mean, that's the assistant coach's job. This is not a knock on, on Mike Budenholzer, but like, you know, sometimes when you have like really good assistants, yeah. it makes you as, as the head coach, like it makes your job much easier. And like, you know, you, you kind of delegate those responsibilities to your assistants. And maybe, you know, maybe he was a, a huge part of, of the success. I mean, the Hawks had success with Bud. The Bucks obviously just won a championship, um, and they've continued to win a lot of games. Like, look, man, maybe he's maybe he's the like a huge part of that. I don't know. It's just a weird hire. But Jay, I think you're right. I think you hit the nail on the head, dude. Like, um, I, I think this was probably their only real. Yeah, option. I mean, like the only like, qualified. Terry Stotts. Terry Stotts is still getting paid. Cause he got fired. Right. So he's still getting paid. So it's not like he's like, you know, itching, like I'm sure he's itching to get back into, to working oh, and yeah. coaching. Cause like, that's what those guys live in and breathe, but like he can be selective, you know, like he'll have the opportunity to like pick a job. And well, I mean, what, what two jobs were open? Like currently the Kings and the Lakers. Well, like, and Charlotte. I don't know if those are either. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I, I, Charlotte. Yeah. I wouldn't hate. I, I have a feeling Charlotte's going to hire Kenny Atkinson. Like I think very player development heavy, like, you know, player development focused. Dude's a good coach. Like, was a good coach in Brooklyn. Just got a shit deal. Um, I wonder what's gonna happen to Frank Vogel because he got a really raw deal in in Los Angeles. Like, dude, they didn't even give him an extension. They didn't even give that dude an extension after he won the championship. He won the championship, and they were like, "Yeah, cool. Let's uh, we'll 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 do contract talks again next year. (laughs) We'll figure it out." 
I mean, the Lakers are just a fucking they are absolute a mess. mess. They are an absolute disaster. And they, they, the, the thing is, they have been for a while, and it's been kind of covered up by the their their championship a couple yeah. years ago. But like, as an or like, when's the last time like a major? I mean, LeBron obviously, but LeBron is a little different because like it's L.A. It's an opportunity to make a ton of money, and then you know, post basketball opportunities, which I'm sure he's like thinking yeah. about. Um, but like outside of that, when's the last time they landed a major free no. agent? I mean, they couldn't even get fucking Lamarcus Aldridge when Lamarcus Aldridge signed with the Spurs. Yeah, that's when yeah. shit was like really messy, though. That's when they still had like um, like Kobe, and it was like really, really messy. Yeah, it was Genie's brothers, right, or something. Like yeah, that? Michael uh, Bus, the the idiot yeah, from Winning Time, who were trying to fight the yeah. Philly fans, <laughs> the idiots, dum dums. <laughs> that was a hundred percent true. That definitely happened. That totally, that, happened. everything in that show happened. <laughs> All right. Well, look. We'll see what happens. I I think I feel maybe a little bit bad. I just it seems like a shit situation, but at the same time, you got LeBron and AD on your team. Don't they also only have like a couple of players currently on the roster? Yeah. They had you a know, lot like of they had a lot of veteran minimums and so it'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. I mean, look, people are going to go play with LeBron. Like people want to play with LeBron. So like Yeah, it happens. It's going to happen. It's just Rob Polink has got to learn from this year. It's like we doubled, we doubled down on the average age of this team, and that probably was a bad call. Like you, you shouldn't roll out a roster the average age of which is thirty four. That's just not. That's not a good. It's not a recipe for success. Unless you have Michael Jordan on your team, apparently. Yeah, maybe even then. Yeah, because they had the same exact age. Then remember that was the whole the whole stat at the beginning of the. The season, everybody was just like, "Did y'all know that they have the same average age as the final Bulls team that won it all? Could this be the next old team to win it all?" No, they shat the bed. Mm. But again, they didn't have Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's rough. It's tough. What you gonna tough do? Tough not having Michael Jordan. A lot of teams never had Michael Jordan. Yeah, and they never were able to win it all. Twenty-eight of, of Michael Jordan. <laughs> Fucking losers! All right, with calling everyone in the NBA losers, do we want to move over to plugs? You guys got something else that you want to talk about for the NBA today? Mm, no, I've All agreed right. with Jay too much, so please allow me to say fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> nice. All right, and then Jay got we're... me to fucking amend a position that I, mean, I had. Like I, I, I. <laughs> Went from Warriors and five to Warriors and seven, and I am—I got to tell you how physically uncomfortable this <laughs> makes me. It's true. His face is like—it's looking very squeamish. Yeah, he looks very mm. upset. Oh, it's okay. Well, with that, let's move on over to plugs then. You can follow me on Instagram at tad.halt. That's T-A-D dot And you can follow me on Instagram at J underscore Hilas, but don't. But don't. Nothing there. It's just me and the dog. Shitty pictures of food. Who doesn't love shitty pictures of food and pictures of Yeah. Food? You can follow me at Nikki Palooza and you can follow the podcast at NBA Pod. If you're on TikTok, go ahead and follow at Valley Ghostbusters. Alright. For Ted, for Jay, I've been Nikki. This has been NBA, and you enjoy the rest of your day.